Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Miss Lisa L. Dalton. Let me first say thank you for tuning into the podcast. If you're watching the podcast via YouTube, hello. If you're listening to me via um, Anchor on your favorite podcasting listening station, I want to say hello and welcome again. Now, the Finding Peace Within podcast was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we study the Word of God, we tell ourselves the truth, and we do the necessary things that we need to do in order to find that peace within. Now, you can follow me on all social media networks, Facebook, Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can go to Instagram. You can go to Twitter. Only thing you really need to do is go to Google, Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you will find me there. You can also visit my website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can find all my books and some of my workout videos. Yeah, I used to be a trainer, and I have some videos out there, some of the old podcasts and my blog. Now, I want to let you know, I really, really appreciate you tuning into this podcast. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Once again, guys, we are going to get started with our new class. Our new class is going to be self-esteem. We are in week three of our class. I hope you guys have had a chance to do your classwork. If you have not, it's time for you to get caught up with week one and two. Just go to YouTube and they are all there. I'm going to also put them into our group on Facebook. So you can go back into our Facebook group, Finding Peace Within group, and grab the videos from there. So this week we're talking about self-esteem. What is self-esteem? And I know for me, um, it's important. It was important for me to be in a place where I really understood what my self-esteem was. What was it I needed to do in order to have good self-esteem? The first thing I had to do was to believe in myself. And it took some time for me to get there, but I'm here now. So I want to share five things with you all this week about self-esteem. Five things You should know about your self-esteem so you can position yourself for true happiness. What is self-esteem? Self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. Self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. Now, I've been sick with my allergies for the past um, five days. So y'all have to be a little patient with me as I go through this whole voice thing. Self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. So how do you perceive yourself to be? Do you perceive yourself to be a very confident person? Or do you perceive yourself to be someone who needs to be in the background? Do you perceive yourself to be as um, a person who can stand out in a crowd? Or would you rather be like a a snail and just go down into the dirt? 
I'm, I'm, I'm one of the ones I'm going to stand out in the crowd. That's who I am. <laughs> I'm the stand out in the crowd girl. However, I do know how to go and stand under and get under the dirt when I need to do that. So here we go. Self-esteem is developed through life's lessons and how we respond. I'm not sure if you've heard this before. Um, life is 20% of what happens to you and 80% of how you respond to that. It's really more about how you respond to something that's done to you. I had a situation um, last week where um, I really was taken aback with, with what happened here. And I was like, oh my God, is this really happening right now? So I had to first check myself, had to check myself to make sure I wasn't in my feelings. One thing I'm learning as I mature in my age, and thank you for all the birthday wishes, y'all. I've turned 58 since we talked last. So thank you for all the love and the care that you've given to me, all the likes, all the hearts and all that good stuff. Thank you for the birthday wishes. But I'm learning to really check my feelings. And I want to be sure that my feelings aren't speaking for me but I'm speaking for my feelings. And so I had to check myself because if I was not secure in who Lisa is, it probably would have crushed me. I'm not going to share with you all what it it was because you never know who's listening. That person could be listening to the podcast and thank you for listening. If you are, however, I had to really check myself to make sure I was not in my feelings. And then when I realized I was not in my feelings, I was able to express myself the way I needed to. Our self-esteem shows confidence or inferiority. Are you inferior meaning that you look at others as being better than you? Our self-esteem has a lot to do with that. And we'll talk about that later on in our slides. Are, are you the type of person to say that would never happen to me? Or that could never be me. I'm not that lucky and I don't believe in luck. So I'm going to say I'm not that blessed, but we're all blessed, right? We're all blessed. God has given us all a measure of faith. Therefore, we have the ability to be blessed, especially if you're one of his children. Our self-esteem is developed through life's lessons and how we respond. And we have the ability to express our needs and our wants. What is it you need? What is it you want? Do you have the faith to believe that you will get what it is you desire? Do you have the faith? And the confidence in yourself to ask for what you want and what you need. It has taken me all these years to ask for what I want. And even now, sometimes I hesitate because I still deal with rejection. I, I'm not there. I still deal with um, someone telling me no. In certain areas of my life, that is still a problem for me. Low self-esteem can create a fear of failure. And I'm, I wish I had changed that because now I'm saying it's not about failure. It's about quitting because we can fail. It's okay to fail, but it is not okay to quit. Y'all got that? It is not okay to quit. You can fail all day long, but you cannot quit. You cannot quit. 
self-esteem also has the inability to say no or yes. When you have a low self-esteem, you will probably say yes a lot because you want to be accepted. Knowing doggone well, you want to say no. But the fear of rejection has you locked in. You are now fearful. And I heard some. I was listening to another podcast, The Love Hour, um, with Kev on stage and his wife. And um, they were talking about going to therapy. And the therapist asked her, let's talk with, said to her, let's talk about this fear. Let's talk about the fear. What are you afraid of? If you express yourself, what do you think he's going to do? And she said, like, you know what? You're right. What is he going to do? So she created a, a, a narrative in her mind that he was going to do something probably based off of history. And I can say the same thing. I, sometimes I don't always ask for what I want. Haven't asked for what I want. Because of the fear of somebody else's response. But we are not responsible for how other people respond to what we want and need in our lives. We are responsible for getting what we need and asking for that thing. The inability or the ability to accept compliments. I've, I've, I've been guilty of this thing right here. Someone might say, oh, Lisa, I like your outfit. And I'll say, oh, this old thing. Even with, I mean, my body shape and everything. People's like, man, Lisa, you got a banging body. I'll be like, oh, you know, whatever. Now I say, thank you. I work hard, y'all. A lot is genetics, but I'm in the gym, you know, five days a week. I'm getting it in an hour a day. You know, I'm watching what I eat. I drink my water. I stay away from the sugar and the carbs and all that stuff, man. When I get 60, I just want to be like, ah, you know, I'm just saying. But inability to accept compliments. When you have low self-esteem, you don't know how to accept compliments. You have the inability to say no. You say yes to everything. And that's not what we do when we have a high level of self-esteem now what does the scripture say let's go to hebrews hebrews 10 35 through 36 so do not throw away your confidence it will be richly awarded you need to preserve so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Do not throw away your confidence. Do not throw away in the confidence that you know you are doing the right thing. Do not throw away the confidence in knowing that you're in the will of God. In this scripture, it doesn't necessarily talk about self-esteem, but I want you to get this message. Do not throw away your confidence. People have a way of making us feel inadequate. People have a way of making us feel like uh, we don't know what we're doing. People have a way of making us feel like we don't deserve to have a seat at the table. Okay. What you doing here? I'm here because I'm qualified to be here. I'm here because this is my assignment. 
and nothing you say will cause me to think any differently about me being here. Do not waver in your confidence in who you are, who you are in God, who you are on the who you are in the lives of other people. One of our dear doctors at the hospital died, Dr. Garmin Brown, and oh my God, a life worth repeating. A life worth repeating. And that's the type of life we want to live. A life worth repeating. What are you identified with? What are you identified with? What are you identified with? When we talk about self-esteem, a lot of us are identified with who we are or what other people perceive us to be. What is your self-image? What is a self-image? A self-image is what other people see as beautiful on you. Self-image, how you see yourself and what other people see as beautiful on you. Now, I, I wear the, the color orange because I know orange looks good on me. It looks really good on my skin tone. But blue doesn't quite work with my skin tone, so I don't wear a lot of blue. And orange is my favorite color. But I went through a, a transformation after my second divorce, and I cut all my hair off. You know, and women, we do that a lot. You know, we go through a breakup or whatever, and we do something drastic. But I've had people say to me, well, Lisa, you looked better when you had long hair. And this is me with my long hair. If you're watching me on YouTube, you can see this picture. My hair was down. Of course, it's curled, curled here down my back when I had long hair. But now, obviously, I don't have long hair. I have short hair now. So do I look any better with long hair or short hair? I think I look good with both. What you think? Not that it matters, but I'm asking anyway. What, one of my favorite shows is American Next Top Model. Now, Top Model will remodel you, will make you over, will tell you you need to have short hair, will put weave in your hair to tell you you need long hair, will change the color of your hair. They will do a whole lot of things to you to, to create this image that they think you should have. But there's nothing wrong with the color of your hair that God blessed you with. There's nothing wrong with the length of your hair. If you never long hair, have long, and I talked about this last week, if you never have a flat stomach, are you going to be okay with that? If you never have long hair, will you be okay with not having long hair? Well, now, of course, you can buy it. However, it's okay to be in your trueness. It is okay to be in your true self-esteem world signs number four signs of healthy of a healthy and unhealthy self-esteem signs of a healthy and unhealthy self-esteem signs of a healthy self-esteem is having the ability to say no signs of an unhealthy self-esteem is the inability to say no we talked about that a little earlier. You have the ability to acknowledge and accept your strengths and your weaknesses. When you are giving, we call it um, feedback for improvement 
in corporate world, if someone tells you that this doesn't look good or that that didn't work well, will it crush you? You didn't quite hit the mark on that one. Will you stop doing the job because you didn't hit the mark on that one? Will you continue to work at it? Or will you believe that somebody can do it better and just don't work at it at all? Now, someone with a high self-esteem would say, let me go back to the drawing board. Hmm, Let me get my pen and put my thinking cap back on and go back and redo what I did. Look at what didn't work. Take back, take the feedback and go back and see what needs to be done. Or will you say, you know what? I'm just not good at it. Never mind. I'm just not going to do it because you already told me I can't do it right anyway. You know, you already knew I wasn't going to do it right. So you... So now you just just shut me down. Um, don't ask me to do nothing else. And we do that, not just in corporate, but in our own personal lives. Oh, I knew you weren't going to like the way I did it. So when you started doing it, you knew you already was set up for failure in your own mind because you said yourself, I knew you weren't going to like it. Low self-esteem. A healthy self-esteem has the ability to ask for what they want unhealthy fear of failure and disappointment hebrews 13 6 so we say with confidence confidence the lord is my helper the lord is my helper i will not be afraid for what can mere mortal do to me for i am saying with confidence the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I'm saying that with confidence. The Lord is my helper. What can man do to me when the Lord is helping me? The Lord is on my side. There is nothing man can do to me. Number five, how to improve your self-esteem. Other than believing in yourself, how can you improve your self-esteem? It is obtainable. It is obtainable. Self-esteem is ephemeral. Ephemeral. I had to to have the um, Google uh, pronounce this word for me. Ephemeral is temporary because it can get shot down in a moment. It can get shot down in a moment. Second Corinthians 4 and 18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You can walk into a, a, a room and look the part, but when it's time to perform, you fall apart. Self-esteem is within. That's why I call this ministry Finding Peace Within. And I've written my prayer journal, which you can find on my website, findingpeacewithin.org. I'll go to Amazon. You can find the book where I, I, I did the work to get to where I am. And I shared it with you all in my book, Finding Peace Within Prayer Journal, because I believe it's what's inside of me that people need to see. Of course, you see the outside, but don't judge the book by its cover. I'm telling, we got to stop judging the book by its cover. 
You have to cultivate your self-esteem. You have to nurture your self-esteem and be forced to rebuild it over and over and over and over again. Can you imagine um, you had a product that you were trying to pitch to someone and everybody said no? You know how many stories there are out here of people who have knocked on doors, who, who have presented a a book who had presented a good idea, which they thought was a good idea and was told no. A lot of the stuff that we have, I'm going to say everything we have probably wouldn't exist because nobody got a yes the first time. Somebody got a nose and nose and nose and nose until one day somebody said, hmm, I think you might have something here. Let's talk. It's a lifelong process to be explored and developed. It is a lifelong process to be explored and developed. Self-esteem. At the age I am now, I am not looking for that youthful type of self-esteem. I have really learned to embrace who Lisa is today in her maturity i know my limits i know my boundaries i know what i can and cannot do and that came from me really spending time with lisa and getting to know who lisa is right now now who i used to be 20 years ago because i'm not that girl no more and i don't even want to be her no more not what i was 20 years ago i like who i am today i like who i am today How to improve self-esteem. How do you improve your self-esteem? Let's go. Become more aware of negative thoughts. Just like I shared with you all earlier in the podcast. I had something that kind of took me aback last week. And I had to check my thoughts. And I had to begin to say things differently in my own mind. That's not what's happening. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You are what you think. When I was a kid, we used to say, you are what you eat. You are what you think. How a man thinks about himself is who he becomes. If you think you're not good enough, then you're not going to be good enough. How to improve your self-esteem. Challenge your negative thoughts. Challenge your negative thoughts. Challenge your negative thoughts. Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren. brethren, And I love this scripture. Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything good in it, And if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Find the good things to meditate on. Don't just focus on the negative. Now, if you're looking at something negative to improve, then that's different. You're looking to be better. But when you find negative and you stay in the gutter, get out of the gutter. Affirm who you are. Get affirmations. Put those affirmations out there about who you are. I am. Um, Joel Osteen wrote a book, I 
am. And it's just filled with affirmations that we can tell ourselves every day. They say a man likes to be affirmed. That's one of their love languages. Women like to be affirmed too. Please practice self-compassion. If you mess up today, it is okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Sometimes you just have to give your own self some grace. And don't look for the grace to come from someone else all the time. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace. What you need to remember from this lesson. What do you need to remember from this lesson? It is the spirit for which we measure our worth and the most important building block on the foundation of our soul. That's what you need to remember about self-esteem. It is the spirit from which we measure our worth and the most important building block on the foundation of our soul. If you don't have confidence in yourself, if your self-esteem is really, really, really low, you will find yourself in a state of depression. And then you will find yourself having to, um, and there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. We all need to go. I've been and will go again. But it puts us in a place of depression. And the Lord does not want us to be depressed or oppressed. We need to know that we need to do that inner work. It is a lesson we are tested with every day in how we respond to others and how others respond to us. How we respond to others and how we respond and how they respond to us. How we respond to others and how they respond to us. However you present it, it, however you want it to come back. I say, there are, I'm not going to address the situation if I feel like I'm not going to get the response I want. If I'm, not, if I'm looking for something specific, I got to be sure I'm presenting it in the way I get what I want. You might want to call it manipulation. I don't call it. I call it being wise. That's what I call it. Self-image of other people see as beautiful on you. It's not the image you should portray on yourself. The self-image of what other people see as beautiful on you is not the image you should portray on yourself. If someone says, um, you're, you're, you're overweight, therefore you're not beautiful, don't take that on. Everybody is not meant to be a size four, five, six, seven, eight. If that's the case, Lane Bryant will go out of business, okay? It, it's okay be healthy in who you are be healthy and confident in who you are be healthy y'all got that be healthy and confident in who you are now if you need to do things like i spoke about last in our last class if you need to change the way you eat then do that if you need to start walking and exercising then do that that would give you long life but when you start to look at yourself and say my nose is messed up my eyes aren't right and my my cheeks are too high my lips too thin and all that stuff come on y'all we we're not gonna do that healthy versus unhealthy self-esteem Focus on the positive and work on the negative. Focus on the positive and work on the negative. 
How to improve your self-esteem. Work at it every day. Work at it every day. Find something you need to do within yourself every day. In my first book, I I wrote about taking 15 minutes a day to work on your vision. So today I'm going to say take 15 minutes to work on your self-esteem if you are having problems with your self-esteem. As we begin to close and wrap up today's class, in perspection, do you have a healthy or unhealthy self-esteem? After going through this lesson, do you have a healthy or an unhealthy self-esteem? Where did you get your self-esteem confidence from? Where did you get it from? Did your parents tell you that you can do it? Did you have a mentor? Did, was there a school teacher that helped you? Was it your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriends? Was it your your bro, your bro guy? Where did your self-esteem come from? Negative or positive? Do you live your life based on the opinion of others? Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody want to tell you what's best for you. And then you are all confused. I watch um, Project Runway. And there's this one girl. She got booted off this week. But every time someone gave her a recommendation for her her garment, she would change it to what they thought. As opposed to doing what she knows to do. What's her brand? And when she did her own work, she did well. But when she listened to someone else's opinion about her work, she was at the bottom. And she actually was at the bottom every week. But my point is this. Don't take the opinion of others to be the truth for you. Can you commit to practicing on yourself every day? Can you? Can you commit to practicing on yourself every day? Can you take 15 minutes a day and meditate on who you are, who you've become, and who you want to become inside of you? Have you done that? Have you taken that time to really look and concentrate on who it is you want to become in Christ Mm. who do you want to become in Christ that's what really matters who do you want to become in Christ that's a good place to stop and pray Lord, we thank you for this day and we honor you, O God. We thank you for this lesson, O God. We ask that you be with us as we learn to love ourselves as the creature you've created us to be. Let us have a wonderful week. Let it be blessed and filled with everything that you have already ordained for us to have this week. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Now, I want you to go make it a wonderful week. Don't forget to follow me on social media, Facebook, YouTube, 
Instagram, Twitter, Lisa L. Dalton, Finding Peace Within. Check out my website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can find all my books and my workout videos. And guess what, y'all? I am also on Facebook every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. for three minutes, where I do my Lisa 6 and 3, which I share morning motivation, mini snippet, um, mini snippet sermons. I call it a mini sermonette for you god's strength for you every day i'll catch you next week y'all be blessed and remember what a centered soul is a centered mind be blessed